Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we have huge breaking news. I'm Greeny. We are on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Our guests will be on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. There'll be plenty of them. I told you when I was coming back to radio, what I was most excited about was breaking news. And literally in the last four minutes, we have enormous news from the NBA's bubble. Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless is this on Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter page one minute ago. The NBA's players have decided to resume the playoffs, a source tells ESPN. We are frantically working the phones to get in touch with our reporters down in the bubble, and we will bring you the very latest information that we can. About a minute before that, our Mark Spears had posted some video of several players walking across a little bridge in Disney World, one of them being Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Mark just tweeted, meeting adjourned, Giannis and other players going to lunch. So let me take you through where we have been on this day. The NBA players and the NBA's Board of Governors held simultaneous separate meetings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time today. So that, that started an hour ago. And the conversation amongst the players was a search, I think, for two things. One is unity in decision, and the other, of course, is a decision on what they want to do as far as continuing the playoffs. I think everything hung in the balance going into that meeting. The NBA's Board of Governors, we can assume, are still meeting, and we will get you whatever information we can out of that as quickly as possible. But what seemed to be the overriding concern last night when the players met at 8 o'clock was that they were not together. And that whatever they would do, Chris Paul, leadership of the union, and others, wanted that whatever it is they should do, they should do it together. They should speak as one. You walk into a room, a bunch of different people, but you walk out speaking with one voice, with your arms interlocked both literally and figuratively. That wasn't the case last night. We will see how that comes out today. I see Woj is on SportsCenter right now as we speak. Today's playoff games will be postponed. So we are getting this news literally as we go. And again, we are working to get you more insight. Stephen A. Smith will join us live in less than 15 minutes. Mark Spears will join us as well. And we'll see as soon as Woj gets off SportsCenter, we'll try and get him on to get you the very latest. But again, the news is that they have decided to resume the playoffs. Again, the game for today, the games for today will be postponed. So when they will pick up again is not yet certain, or at least I'm not yet certain, but I will pass that news along as soon as we have it again. We will work the phones and we'll get the news for you as best we can. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. This is one where it is not my mind to say what they should and should not do, but were I advising the players, should any of them have asked me, I would have told them I think this is a wise decision. I think as a general rule, there would be no substitute for the visibility that this provides for them. I think that someone made a very good point on my TV show this morning, Get Up, and that is it was Mark Spears who said it, who said that there were millions of people who saw and heard the words of Doc Rivers the other night because they came after a game in a press conference setting. If he had just, under other circumstances, posted that video himself to his Instagram page, shooting it in selfie form on his iPhone, Maybe hundreds of people would have seen it. And right now, that visibility matters. When you have a message and you want people to hear it, the largest number of people you can reach is, generally speaking, the best course of action. So these players don't need me to advise them. They're smart and they're brave and they're tough. But I do believe this is the right thing to do. We are living history right now. That's what is happening. It is all taking place right before our eyes in sports and well beyond. 
The ramifications of what is happening around us are enormous. As they said in Hamilton, the world is turning upside down. And that doesn't happen fast, but it is happening. And the players in the NBA are leading it. So there are two things today. There is the emotion, which is very real, theirs, yours, mine. And there is also the news, a lot of it. And that is extremely important. We're ESPN, we're a news-gathering organization, and I can't think of a day where there was more consequential news than one in which the fate of the NBA playoffs in a bubble, in a pandemic, hang in the balance. Again, Woj is reporting that they have decided to play, and we will have more information on that momentarily. I do think it is important to point out that these players, who are basketball players and activists at the same time, walk in the footsteps of giants. There is a long and proud history of social activism in sports. It didn't start with Jesse Owens, but that might be the most famous example of the first half of the 20th century in this country, aside from Jackie Robinson. Jesse Owens, after winning all those gold medals in Munich with Hitler in attendance, said that what hurt him most was coming back to the United States and not being invited to the White House to shake the president's hand. So this is not the first time that we have had conversations like these. That's the 30s. 1961, an exhibition game between the Celtics and Hawks in Lexington, Kentucky, was called off because Bill Russell and other Celtics players were denied service at their hotel. They decided not to play the game. Lou Alcindor, now known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, boycotted his spot on the 68 Olympic team in protest of the unfair treatment of African-Americans in the United States. 1968, Lou Alcindor. 52 years ago. Much more recently, Serena and Venus Williams boycotted the tournament at Indian Wells for 14 years after they were harassed with racial slurs by the crowd in 2001. So this is where we are. Here are some of the emotions that come with that. Michael Wilbon on PTI. It's so difficult, and the point of view can be different from person to person, but the first goal is stop Killing people. And I, and Tony, I told you all spring, I am not singing Kumbaya. I don't believe that the country has made a turn. I don't, because people are still getting shot. All right, I'm, that's Michael Wilbon yesterday. Um, Nuno, I'm now speaking out loud to my producers. Woj just said to call him. He just freed up. Call Woj's cell phone, and he'll join us live in a second here. I'm sorry we're doing this live on the air, but um, Woj, he had, I texted him and said, can you pop on as soon as I saw that tweet? And he said he was going on SportsCenter. He'd let me know when he was free. He just texted me that he is free. So I'm, I'm going to pass along everything. I'm reading this off of his Twitter page. The NBA players have decided to resume the playoffs. A subsequent tweet. Today's three playoff games will be postponed. Discussion underway on when teams will resume play. Again, Adrian Wojnarowski, our insider extraordinaire and one of the best guys you will ever meet, is with me live on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Woj, I'm sorry to bother you. I know you're extraordinarily busy right now, maybe more so than ever before, but you are on with me here. So let's hear. What have you got? What, what do we know as far as what happened in that meeting and the decisions that have been made and where it goes going forward? Well, first of all, Greeny, you never bother me. It's an honor to be on your new show. Uh, players had a meeting this morning, relatively short, right? and they made a decision that they're going to resume the playoffs. There had been a lot of discussion, Greeny, throughout this morning uh, with the league and uh, looking at ways to address concerns of the players about maximizing the players' presence in the bubble on social justice issues. And that conversation continued, but the players decided 
that they're going to resume the playoffs. I'm told that today's games are postponed, so the three playoff games today, including game one between Toronto uh, and Boston in the second round, will be postponed. The games could restart, I'm told, as soon as tomorrow, but that hasn't been decided yet. All right, very good. So that's that's the first order of business and obviously by far the most important piece of news that could come from this day. Meanwhile, the owners' meetings or the board of governors' meeting, which is taking place virtually, what, if anything, do we know about what they're discussing there and what important things could come from that? Well, I think the most important thing to that board of governors meeting today is the news that the players have decided to continue. Because if these playoffs were to end, this this league would be facing tremendous challenges moving forward financially in the short term, long term. Uh, Certainly, it is a great relief to the league office, to the owners, to the Players Association, to the agents of the players who have been on them since yesterday into today, uh, urging them to continue playing for the most part. And so for the owners, you know, this is an opportunity for them to continue to try to partner with the players on these issues. You saw the Bucks ownership yesterday, uh, Mark Lazary and Wes Eden, the way they got into motion and, and got into action to get the players on the phone in the locker room in real time with the lieutenant governor, with the attorney general in Wisconsin. Um, and so there's going to be other things asked of other ownership groups. And, um, you know, that's going to be a big part um, of continuing what's been, compared to football and baseball, a, 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 pretty, uh, a pretty good uh, amicable working partnership between the NBA and its Players Association. Well, you were the best in the business, and we've never leaned on you more than we are right now. Thank you, my man. Thank you so much for doing this. I'll check back a little bit later as we go here. It's Adrian Wojnarowski with me on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line with the extraordinarily important breaking news from just the last 10 minutes. NBA players have decided to resume the playoffs. They will not play today. They could resume as soon as tomorrow. Don't forget to listen to ESPN Audio at home on your smart speaker. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz vans are ready for anything. I know what you want more than anything. You want to hear Stephen A. Smith's opinion on the NBA playoffs continuing. And the good news is, you will. He joins me live next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio and on TV on ESPN News, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're just joining us again, enormous breaking news in just the last few minutes Adrian Wojnarowski live here on my show, breaking the news that the NBA players have decided to resume the season. They won't play today. They could pick up the playoffs as soon as tomorrow. Is Stephen A. ready to go? Stephen A. is there. Okay, fantastic. Stephen A. Smith just off first take with the reaction here. Stephen A., thank you so much for taking a few minutes. What is your reaction? The NBA players have decided to keep playing. 
Um, I, I'm I'm happy, but I'm not surprised either. Uh, we have to take into account the situation that they were staring at. Uh, they came into the bubble because it was necessary for them to finish those eight regular season games for the regional contracts. They were participating in the playoffs because there's over a billion dollars at stake in terms of the collective bargaining agreement that they had signed. And one could have easily argued that theoretically, technically, they were in violation of the collective bargaining agreement that they had agreed to with the owners. Then you got to take into account the fact that the owners uh, paid $200 million for them to be at this bubble. Uh, the players love the game. They love playing the game. We understand that, but they're very adroit and smart businessmen. They know exactly what they're doing, and they know what decisions need to be made once the emotions and the dust settles. That mo- that emotion won't dissipate for a very long time. Obviously, if you are black, uh, the profound times that we are living in, it has a profound effect on you, your psyche, and what have you. Uh, black men being shot handcuffed hands behind their back or being shot in the back in the case of george floyd he wasn't shot he was had his neck kneeled upon eight minutes and 46 seconds the last two and a half minutes he was non-responsive but the walter scott's of the world getting shot in the back the jacob blake's getting shot in the back uh the eric garner's getting choked to death things of that nature you know you have a lot of black men that are incredibly incredibly fearful of the times that we're living in we get pulled over by police we see those sirens we know it spells trouble once upon a time regardless of racism and things of that nature existing. What you were worried about was a ticket. Now you find yourself worried about whether or not you're going to be shot because of the times that we're living in. So the players know it because they're hearing it from their communities, their family and friends and loved ones. And obviously they feel compelled to give a voice to the voiceless in some capacity. That's what they're doing here. And along the way of making sure they honor their collective bargaining agreement, they also recognize the fact that their voices will be heard and it will resound profoundly if indeed they're playing and they have microphones and cameras stuck into their faces as opposed to them being away and at home and operating through that fashion. And that happened. Stephen A. with me on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Steve, as we speak, the NBA's Board of Governors are also meeting. And I asked Woj, what's the most important thing that could come from there? And he said the most important thing they now know the players are going to play. So to the best of your understanding, what is it the players would like to see? What, what is it they feel they are not getting from the owners, from the NBA office, or from anyone else? I, I understand the world at large, but from the people that, that they are directly connected to, what is it that you think could be done that isn't being done right now by the league and by the ownership? Increased participation to help the players themselves facilitate the change with our social justice system. That's really where it comes down to. Um, when we see these players complain about these things, you obviously want something done with the cops. The Milwaukee Bucks were on the phone with the attorney general and the lieutenant governor of um, of Wisconsin because they felt not much was getting done. When you heard, when you hear people bring up Breonna Taylor out of Louisville, you're waiting for the attorney general in Kentucky to address that situation. And that attorney general we saw was black and he spoke at the Republican National Convention the other night. You're waiting for him to act. Things of that nature. And so they know that the owners have profound power, that they've contributed in some way, shape or form to the political apparatus that exists within our country, that they know politicians, uh, they know difference makers and decision makers and game changers. And you would like them to step up their intensity and their fervor in an effort to get the things that matter to you most addressed. That would be the immediate answer to that question. They'd like to see arrest. They'd like to see indictments. They'd like to see 
quick action as opposed to what a lot of people in our society say, seeing the process unfold and taking its time. Because when you're black, you don't believe the system works for you. You believe inevitably the system will work against you. So the more time that goes by before action is taken, the more time is given to the alleged perpetrators to come up with some kind of cover story, cockamamie circumstances and situations that would ultimately derail the realms of justice. This is how the players think. This is how black people think in America. It's why you heard Troy Vinton, the executive VP for the NFL, literally crying. And you saw Keyshawn Johnson literally crying on the air because times have, have changed, but indeed times still remain the same. They know it, and the justice system is not to be trusted. And we know it's going to be white individuals in position of power, led by a younger generation of white people to assist black people in an effort to acquire justice, fair and, equi- and fair and equitable treatment under our very own justice Stephen A. Smith with me. So, Steve, let me just ask you in a different light. Yesterday was an unbelievable day. You had the NBA, mm. the WNBA, three Major League Baseball games, now multiple NFL teams not practicing. Uh, Naomi Osaka didn't play a tennis match yesterday, the MLS, and I'm sure there are others I'm leaving out. In your mind, what did yesterday mean? What yesterday mean is that you know, black folks, the black, the modern day black athlete is not taking it anymore. Um, and if they have to emulate folks in the 60s, if it comes to that, so be it. It's not about the money that they make. They know that they're making uh, wealth beyond their imagination, but they still wake up every day black. They still drive through the streets and walk the streets black. They still come to their place of business black. You think about the things that athletes hear sometimes from cynics and critics. Think about fans is, is you know espousing their vitriol in an athlete's direction. Of course, they're just rooting for somebody else. But think about the things that they have heard over the years. Remember, LeBron James might be worth a billion dollars for all we know. He bought a $20 million mansion in Brentwood, California. And before he even had an opportunity to pass gas in the damn place, they sprayed racial epithets on his gate. That's LeBron James. And if that can happen to somebody like him, which is what he said at the time, imagine what's happening to black people across America. And so I think that by standing up, you're just making the argument, we're not taking this anymore. You've been doing this to us long enough. And now we're going to make a concerted effort to make you feel our pain in some way, shape, form or fashion so we can incentivize you to stop exacting this kind of injustice against us. I think that's the message that was sent yesterday. It's still a message that needs to be sent some more. They need to speak out on these issues and they need to show that they're not going to hesitate to make things incredibly inconvenient for the powers that be in society as a whole if these kind of transgressions continue to happen. That's the message that they wanted to send, and I think that's the message that the world is receiving. So well said. Stephen A., thanks a million, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Steve. No problem. All right, the great Stephen A. Smith with me here. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're going to go back live inside the bubble for reaction in a moment, and we will have much more as we go on an enormous day. Again, the NBA players have decided they will continue with the playoffs. They may resume as soon as tomorrow. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, really busy afternoon. Straight Talk Wireless has the full court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Again, monumental day. As we came on the air a half hour ago, the news from the bubble, the NBA players have decided to resume their season. They will not play tonight. They may resume as soon as tomorrow. And I'm looking at a tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski, who was live with us a few minutes ago, which says there is a meeting of NBA owners and players set for later today, sources tell Mark Spears and me. The discussion is expected to include plans of action moving forward on social justice issues. Mark Spears has been sensational on this story with me the last couple of days and joins me live here on ESPN Radio. Mark, what can you tell us about this meeting that is set for later today with NBA owners and players? Well, I I talked to one veteran player, and he tells me that it's important. That that was just the one word he used to describe the meeting. So uh, they're going to meet tonight. You know, I think the players are going to be pushing for more things. Uh, The ability for the owners to use their power uh, to to make influence locally, to do things like, man, like think of a guy like Steve Ballmer, who has billions and billions of dollars, the people he knows, the things they could do. So they want to be more than just entertainment for the owners, a toy for them when they have some free time. They want them to be able to squeeze those relationships to help them out as well. So as I said, a player told me, um, he said the bubble now is more about just crowning a champion. It's more so than ever. I felt like the message was fading. Hopefully this can create a new level of activism and commitment from our owners, league teams towards real change. So, uh, and then LeBron James just tweeted out, change doesn't happen with just talk. It happens with action and needs to happen now. So um, tonight's meeting will be interesting and the players hold the cards. So I expect them to have pushed to get a little more than they have before in Mark, terms what? of helping uh, helping the world. 
sorry about that. Yeah, Mark, what do we know about the meeting in which the players uh, had this morning about began about 90 minutes ago that did ultimately result in them deciding to continue playing? What what have you heard about what took place in that room? Um, still, still trying to get those details. Mm-hmm. Um, things are kind of coming together. Uh, so I, I'd be lying to say if I have all the details, it might take a couple hours to get that. But the, the, when I knew there were some good things going, when I saw Giannis and Doncic and the Drafters and the, some of the Lakers players walking across this bridge to go to this restaurant that the media can't go to, <laughs> so I'm like, well, if they're going to lunch and they're not going to pack, uh, I think that's a good sign. And then shortly after that, Woj had the big news. We actually read that tweet on the air here, and I was looking. I, I saw exactly what you were talking about. Okay, so then we'll wait on getting those details. You and I spoke this morning on Get Up, and you said, and I wanted you to make the point here because you did it far better than I could do it, that had had they consulted you, you would have advised them to continue playing, and you had some interesting reasoning as to why you think this is the right decision. I'd love you to share that here. Well, I mean, when you're LeBron James, you're going to get noticed no matter what. I mean, I just saw his tweet while we were on the air. Um, but for everybody else, I think the, for the most part, everybody else uh, is it, giving these players a platform that perhaps they wouldn't have if they were back home. Um, now, uh, you know, George Hill is a bigger name now because of what he's saying, the strong things that he's saying. Uh, Fred Van Vliet has had said some amazing things. Shoot, Doc Rivers, my guy, but he went dark. <laughs> like, I didn't hear from Doc, Doc Rivers, uh, you know, before the season started. And now you, you get to hear the emotion from Doc Rivers and the pain from Doc Rivers. So I think the thing is that we're so insulated in here that the guys don't really know about the impact that they're having on the outside, how, how they're, you know, affecting change, how people are listening to them and, and being inspired by them. Like even a guy like Luca with what he's doing, not only is like Slovenia proud, but they see the the message that he has on the back of his jersey that's in their native language, and that probably you know makes them you know even from a social standpoint more interested in what's going on. So uh, if the big thing that Jalen Brown from the Celtics asked yesterday was, okay, if we leave, what are you guys going to do? You just going to go home and and watch Netflix and hang out with your family, or are you in, like I thought any ESPN Plus and hang out with your family? <laughs> Or are you going to go out in the streets and protest like I did? And there was a bunch of, like, quietness. So I I think they realize that they're probably going to do more here than they're ready to do back home. Mark Spears is with me on Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. So um, as we look ahead now, they'll continue the games or they will continue the work in this area. And, And the thought I'd love to leave you with or have you leave us with this morning was something else that you said today on my TV show, and that was, that you feel as though the players are taking the weight of the world on their shoulders. And if there is, if, if, if people, this is me talking now, if people support these players and they love them, they want to root for them, they, they root for them when they win and all the rest of that, that maybe they, if there was some way of, of getting that message to them, that what they're doing is making a difference, that, that I think it would be a terrific idea right now. And social media is the right way and the right place to do that because you were telling me this morning you feel like these players are taking the weight of the world on their shoulders. Yeah, man. We, we you know, I don't know if evil is going to be changed overnight. There's been, for the black man, 400 years of evil. Um, and it, there's a lot to change. I had a family member who, because of the images that they're seeing, said his seven-year-old son 
hates white people now. So one thing that we're missing out on is the impact that it's having on, on our children. I remember being a kid and watching Eyes on the Prize when I was at like 10 years old at the Afro-American Center in San Jose and the impact that it had on me seeing black people getting bit by dogs and water hoses and can't go in the bathroom. And, and, and it certainly had a strong impact on me. So that hurt my heart to see her hear that I had a young cousin who definitely is sad and, and sees this and, and is scared of, of white people now because of the actions of, of some, some, some jerks, some, some racist folks. So I'm, I'm hopeful that the younger generation can change things. But if these dudes think that they're going to come here for three and a half months and change the evil of the world, that's too, that man, you, unless Jesus is going to walk in this, this place and help them, it's not going to happen. Mark, I thank you so much for this. Your work on this story has been extraordinary, and I hope that we'll continue this. Hopefully we'll talk maybe tomorrow morning or we'll see where it goes. But again, the news today, they have decided to continue playing. Mark Spears, thank you very much. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy all online at Progressive.com. I have any number of thoughts on this that I haven't had my chance to share yet because we got this news literally as we came on, but I will get that opportunity next and, and add a couple of thoughts. And I do think that what we are seeing from these young people is remarkable. And Mark did tell me this morning that he feels like these players, because they are so isolated, they're down there, they're, they're away from their families, they're away from their friends, they're away from any semblance of normalcy, that they don't really understand the impact that their voices are making and that their work is making and that their passion is making and so it seems to me that if there is some way of sending that message to your favorite player, to someone you believe in, to someone you see who, is, who you believe is making a difference, this seems like an excellent time to do it. Because I think these, these young people feel as though they have the weight of the world on their shoulders. And if you let them know that it's making a difference to you, that might just make a difference for them. Anyway, I have any number of thoughts. We'll get to those here on a very important day as we continue on ESPN Radio. And now a word from DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, and they're giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all of their customers. Here's how you get in on the action. First, you download the app. You sign up using the promo code GREENY with a Y. Then you enter DraftKings' free football survivor pool. You download the app, DraftKings. Use the promo code GREENY. They claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running for the $1 million cash top prize. Promo code GREENY, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Back in a moment, GREENY on ESPN Radio. GREENY, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm Greeny. This is ESPN Radio. Time for the progressive Major League Baseball snapshot. Two big games this weekend here on ESPN Radio. Saturday, Subway Series, Yankees-Mets. Sunday Night Baseball, Braves in Philadelphia. Major League Baseball brought to you by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Three baseball games were postponed yesterday. 
uh, as in, in, in solidarity with the NBA players. Major League Soccer, Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, didn't play, withdrew from the tournament that she's playing in, in solidarity with the NBA players. WNBA players didn't play yesterday. Now, if you're just joining us, the enormous news from our Adrian Wojnarowski, and he was live with us right off the top of the show today, that they have decided to resume the playoffs. Thursday's three playoff games will be postponed. Discussion underway on when teams will resume. The resumption of playoff games could come as soon as tomorrow. There is expected to be a return to this season by the weekend. There will be another meeting later today with two players per team present. There's also a meeting of NBA owners and players set for later today. The discussion is expected to include plans of action moving forward on social justice issues. So that's the news. Again, we got it literally as we were coming on the air here. So I did not get to say most of the things that I had planned to say at the beginning of this show. And so here's what I was going to say at the very beginning of this show. I believe we start by announcing where we stand. If you're going to listen to conversations like these, then you should know where people come from. I'm all for everyone having their opinion, and you're entitled to yours, and I'm going to tell you mine. I stand with the players. I stand beside them. I stand behind them. If it helps, I stand in front of them. So that's first. I don't know all of the right things for them to do right now, but I know the expectation cannot always be to get everything right. That is an unfair burden that we place on people in 2020. We look at every little tiny thing that you can pick apart about the way a person chooses to do something in order to keep from having to pay attention to what he or she is trying to say. But what about this? But what about that? Forget about this and that. Listen to what they're saying. And most importantly, listen to the way they're saying it. The NBA players' hearts are in the right place. That is obvious if you are paying any attention. Any tiny parts of this that they get wrong along the way will be because they are human beings and thus are imperfect. But an imperfect messenger should not make you ignore the message. The NBA players are standing together as one and they are doing it under extraordinary circumstances. We're living in a pandemic. They're in a bubble. They've been isolated away from their friends, their families, and everything about their lives. For six weeks, they're playing games down there that mean lots, that mean everything. Actually, they mean more in their own way than any games that the NBA has ever had before in its entire history when you consider what the the consequence would have been of this season never resuming. They do it against a backdrop of civil unrest and turmoil in the streets in this country, the likes of which we have not seen since I was a little kid. And that was a very long time ago. So I think they're doing great. I, I take If I were wearing a hat, I would take my hat off to them. I salute these young men who have more guts than almost any of the people who are trying to pick apart tiny little pieces of what they are doing and what they are saying in order to accomplish their actual goal, which is to ignore their message. I'm not telling you you have to agree with their message. I'm telling you if you ignore their message, then you are doing them a disservice. They're entitled to say what they want to say. And I think they're doing it extraordinarily well. And again, I think it gives me a level of hopefulness for the future of this country, which means a lot to me for a lot of reasons, the most significant of which is that I'm a parent of two young people, and I see it in them, and I see it and I hear it in them and their friends. They're growing up completely differently in a completely different environment than I did, 
and that people in my generation did. And it's going to be for the best. And these players are making a difference. There's no question they're making a difference. And so, again, I will say that one of the things that I would love to see change in this country, in this world, is the burden we place on everyone to be perfect or be ignored. If you're going to ignore something someone says because of any tiny little misstep they make, then you will never listen to anyone saying anything you're not in agreement with. And then we never get anywhere. That's how we got here. You're wondering how we got here? That's how we got here. We got here by ignoring things other people were saying because we didn't want to hear them, and we found reasons to justify ignoring them. That's exactly how we got here. So I'm not telling you that if you disagree with the method, four years to the day yesterday was the first time Colin Kaepernick refused to stand for the playing of the national anthem before an NFL game. It was a preseason game. He sat. He subsequently met with an NFL player who had been military, and they agreed that it would be more respectful to kneel, and that's how the kneeling began. Four years to the day, which is a coincidence and nothing more than that. And I'm not, but my, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not sitting here telling you that you have to like what he did. But what I am telling you is that to ignore his message as a result of it is doing a disservice to the entire concept of dialogue in this country. And we will never get anywhere if we keep doing that. There's a reasonableness that I think can be expected of people if we're going to have a society that functions in a meaningful way. And that's what's happening here. And it frustrates me to hear the people who are saying, but the players did this and they did that. Yeah, they're not perfect. No one is perfect. We're all imperfect. The imperfection of the messenger should not be a reason to discount the message. Meanwhile, what the players have chosen to do now, in my personal opinion, is the right thing to do for any number of reasons. One of them is that the ramifications for their league, in which they are partners, would have been devastating. And there's nothing wrong with taking into consideration the financial ramifications of big decisions that you make. That's not something to be criticized. It's something to be commended, that it's an important thing to take into consideration. And further, I think if their primary goal is to make sure they are seen and heard, there is nowhere they're going to be seen and heard better than they are by playing basketball. Mark Spears said it extremely well. LeBron James has tens of millions of followers on Instagram. I don't know exactly how many followers he has, but he has tens of millions of followers. Every word he speaks will be heard by millions of people, but most of the people in the bubble do not have that. Now they have a level of visibility to to spread their message. I think they've done the right thing. All right, we will continue momentarily. We will go back inside the bubble. We'll get the latest from baseball and football's reaction as well. You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.